Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. And a very good morning to Lee Kasumba, an Abidjan radio and TV presenter, writer. Lee, of course, a quintessential Pan-African. And she's Ugandan by origin, raised in South Africa, and certainly manages to feel at home anywhere on this continent. Lee Kasumba, good having you on the show. Welcome. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour, mademoiselle. Bonjour. Bonjour, ça va. I'm like, when in Rome, do as the Romans, right? You know, although some of the Romans got up to stuff we wouldn't want to be caught doing. Um, exactly. <laughs> now, airport experiences are not the best in Africa, especially, um, you know, <laughs> we've got the best airport on the continent, right? Cape Town International Airport. But if one yes. juxtaposes Cape Town International Airport with some of the other airports, um, you know, on the continent, you end up saying to yourself, oh, yeah, yeah. Guys, when are you going to play catch-up? Was that the experience uh, in Abidjan? No, not at all. I was actually mentally prepared to have a long process yeah. for, the, for it to be really hot and all of that. Like, if the airport is, the, is like the foyer of a country or a city, then I knew that the minute we set foot, I'm in the Abidjan International Airport, I knew that I was in for something exceptional. Yeah. First of all, the immigration process um, is really, it's, it's extremely organized. Even though you may not speak the language because they speak French here, you still knew exactly where to go. People just directed you. It was orderly. It was quick. It was so fast, you know? I mean, it was yeah. really clean. Even things like getting a SIM card, because you know that that's quite a hassle because yes. communication is important. I kid you not, from the minute that we got there till the time we got to the car, by then my phone was already set up, everything was organized, you know, everybody just took care of everything, so I was really, really impressed Um, it was just, yeah it was not what I was expecting at all I'm used to arriving at certain airports and having to sprint to get to the front of the queue Yeah, (laughs) because I don't want to be caught up in, yeah, none of that at all went to to Zanzibar not too long ago, and I had to wait for the bucky to arrive with all the bags (laughs) You know, 39 <laughs> degrees Celsius and, uh, and packing all these bags. Again, guys, haven't you not heard of a conveyor belt? But it's great to hear that Abishan exactly. has been such an experience. Uh, now, most West African cities are really busy traffic-wise, almost 24-7. Is that the case in Abishan, though? So, Kino, that was something that, again, I was mentally prepared to be stuck in traffic from the airport um, to the hotel, right? And when you compare Abidjan mm-hmm. to its neighboring um, cities, uh, neighboring cities, countries like, like Accra or Lagos, you know, it's always really busy. There's hooting, there's a hustle and bustle the whole time. It was, there was almost this quiet, this qu- surprisingly quiet and clean no hooting kind of nature. People were not screaming at each other. And traffic went really fast, you know. It almost felt like it was non-existent. I literally had to keep turning around to Krista from EWN, who I'm traveling with. And I said to Krista, is this normal? Because she's been here before. She said, yep, it's pretty much normal. There was no traffic jam. Because even, you know, I'm from Uganda, as you mentioned. So I'm used to just being at any given moment. I'm used to being stuck in a traffic jam when I'm going from Entebbe to Kampala. In Nairobi, I'm used to it. Even in Dar es Salaam, nothing I just kept looking around, like thinking, "Is this is this for real?" Because I wanted to pinch myself, you know. People from it was fast. People from Joburg will think they're on a different planet when they arrive there. But anyway, exactly. Um, <laughs> so Cote d'Ivoire certainly one of the fastest growing economies. But the one way of being able to see that is when you're driving and you see a lot of cranes, you see a lot of construction. Did you see any mm-hmm. of that? 
I did. I saw quite a lot of construction and a lot of high-rise buildings. So you can even see the, the urban landscape is, is really shaped out quite a lot, you know. I mean, yeah. I also like there were certain buildings that I saw that were hybrid between the traditional and the modern, um, which looked really great. You know, you could see that. And then the roads, again, I know maybe it's also because I, I live in Joburg. And Joburg, like the one thing that is common is a pothole. Let it have rain. <laughs> you just know there's going to be a pothole. You know, I kid you not, not a single pothole. I felt like I was like, I kept on opening my eyes wide because I was shocked. I was exhausted from the trip, but I kept looking. I was like, is there no pothole? Is there like, what's really going on? I'm like, no, 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 it must be because it's at night. Again, I turned to Krista. She said, this is how it is. There's like this, this level of almost um, like uh, they're, they're striving for like exceptionalism and sophistication and everything. Like that's what I could pick up. It was really an wow. experience second to none. Yeah. Wow. You didn't knock into Didier Drogba by any chance, the footballer, hey? I, I only saw a billboard of him. I was like, imagine mm-hmm. if I do, can I get you an autograph? <laughs> <laughs> imagine you were traveling with him. Now, a qu- final one, a quick one here. Abidjan has the largest port in West Africa and the second largest in Africa, Africa and the second largest in Africa after Durban. And what are you hoping to mm-hmm. capture when you go to this particular port? So, you know, I've, I heard somebody once say, if you want to tell the story of an African city or an African culture, country, you have to tell it multi-layered because Africa, as you know, is complex and beautiful at the same time. So I want to be able to tell the story of urbanization around that port, but also to find the fishermen whose family has been on that port for generations from before the construction, you know, because often yeah. um, the local is the best expert. So I want to be able to find that and tell that story. I want to tell it multi-layered and also, um, obviously, language pending because my French, I know French, but I'm, I haven't spoken it in a long time. So language pending, I want to be able to just find out about how the development um, with, around the port, um, you know, outside of speaking um, to the people who are behind the port development, but to find out about how the development around the port is affecting the, yep. the local, you know, like the average person, because I think that that's a very important story to tell. No, indeed. If you're going to brush up on the French, just make sure when you knock into Didier, you just say uh, je t'aime. Eh? That's all you need to say. That's uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. <laughs> Lee Kasumba there in Abidjan. Now, for more on Lee's travels, you can go to africaconnected.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, Standard Bank supports business that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with Cape Talk on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions that have come from Africa. Standard Bank moving forward. Time for your 8 o'clock.